it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Yes, indeed. 12 o'clock in the Southland. On a live imaging Tuesday on Mason, uh, Mason in Ireland. Soon yeah, enough, close. Hour and twelve <laughs> minutes on, away. Hold on for a second. Chris. Hold on for a second. Hour and twelve minutes. First of all, Mason will pay me for that. Second of all, <laughs> I was just listening to a highlight from yesterday's show where John Ireland of all people is in on the bit and was reciting the lyrics to this song. So that's why that was in my head. It is Travis and Sliwa. Thank you. The Waba mm-hmm. Grill lunch hour begins. <laughs> home of the Boom Boom Tacos, and also we are the home. Of the Rams Super Bowl champion, DeMarco Farr, who's here today, sitting in for sleep. Producer Emily's here. Producer Jorge on the wheels of steel. I'm in. Back at the station. I'm here, too. I said your name. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you do, sometimes name. you don't. What's wrong with you? Why are you so sensitive with me? <laughs> Wait, Ireland read? He read the song? Like, no, he no, read no, it no. off? No, he just rattled them off because off the, top the player's of going to play, 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 and the hater's going to hate, 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 okay. hate, hate. See? It's not a lot of lyrics. It's uh, a lot of repeated stuff. Because we're calling the radio station the last few days Swift, Swift 710. Uh, More than any other reason because it seems to really annoy people. <laughs> and anything that really annoys people, I'm ready to make it a bit. By the wow. way, it is the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710, Swift 710. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. You've got to try Waba Grill's new, new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Taco Trios with your choice of chicken, ribeye, steak, or shrimp. Visit your local Waba Grill location or order online for pickup or delivery at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. Tommy Lamb, the chairman of the Funny Games Department, is taking me back from practice. We're heading north. And we're stopping at a Waba Grill. Nice. <laughs> I can't Let's wait. go. He's also going to be at the Taylor Swift concert tomorrow. That's true. I'm super excited for him. He's taking his little girls. It's going to be like a beautiful moment in their mind that they are going to love their dad for. I love that you have become the guru of all things Taylor Swift show. That we talked about yesterday. I'm a very, I, I'm a planner. You are. I want to give advice. You are. Best practices. And, and, <laughs> all of those things. When to, when to do the bathroom break, Demarco? Wow. Which costumes to wear? Which bracelets to have? Yeah. She's, did you give Tommy any bracelet tips? Uh, didn't give him any bracelet tips, but I did give him, um, you know, have water. Two waters per girl is the best way to do it because you are going to get thirsty because these girls are going to be singing every word of this song, and it's going to be like three hours long. It's going to be hot in there. So I was so thirsty by the end of that show. That was the main thing that I remember besides, obviously, how good of a time I had. Will Tommy have a good time? I know his girls will have a great time, and he'll have fun seeing them have fun, but will he enjoy the show? I think he will um, admire the, like, view of it, the um, performance of it all, but I think the main thing, I'm, I'm sure for him, is seeing his girls have such a good sure. time. And I think that's that's the most important thing, I think, for any parent taking their kids to this concert is seeing how much their kids have so much joy. Yeah, lovely. and how much it costs. And how much it costs. <laughs> the hey. The, 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 He's no, the like, chairman like, of the Fun and Games Department. He's no, got plenty of scraps. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about him specifically. I'm saying that you what Emily said is entirely true, but there is also that equation of I want my children to have every experience in the world that they can have. I want them to have a great time. But there is a budget. There's a limit. Yeah. That's an <laughs> there, absolute there, there, limit. There are some things that we I have to I don't know when to. Tommy bought these tickets. <laughs> okay. And when I bought my tickets, they were not as crazy as these resale prices. I'm, you know, I'm going to put myself out there. It was less than $300. It was like 250 So, again, it's it's regard, it's whenever he got those tickets, they can be affordable. But who knows? Are you having second thoughts about not going tomorrow? Uh, No, I'm okay with that. You're okay with it? I think that I personally just... I'm, I very much have everything done. I was I was with my friends last night, the ones that are going to go, my friend's fiance, and he's super excited, so I'm excited to see him go. You've been to eight ACDC shows? Uh, nine. I take that wow. back. It was nine. Yeah, same set list. <laughs> Never gets old. Never gets old. Have we seen them all over the country? Yeah, uh, from St. Louis all the way back to the Bay Area. Uh, nothing east past St. Louis. But, yeah, they rock, man. you got to go see Angus Young. Or is he dead? I, Did he die? I Angus believe, is not dead. I think – 
No, I think I accidentally killed him on the air a few weeks ago. <laughs> no, a Angus few isn't ago. dead. I he's think not he's dead. still alive. Somebody he's still else. alive. Yeah, yeah, a, he was the second guy, right? No. The, the first guy. Angus Young is the guitarist. Yes, okay. he's yeah, as Bon far Scott as died. Oh, that's, me Brian Johnson took over. Brian, that's what. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So that when you asked me the question about going up and singing, that's another one. So yeah. I was going to say, can yeah. you do if she can do all the Taylor Swift lyrics? Can you do a little ACDC? Every for us? single one of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I can't sing this. <laughs> I would, but I can't sing it. Yeah, I can't agree with the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'm old now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. All right, so we're here at UCI. We're watching the Rams practice, yeah. and right now Stetson Bennett's out there on the field with the offense. I think he's the future. You know, you think Stetson Bennett's the future? He's that guy when Matt Stafford says – or excuse me, Matthew Stafford – I keep trying to sell this, man. Four-syllable name quarterbacks, it's hard. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, say that on the rollout. Stetson Matthew Stafford Bennett. on the rollout, complete the Cooper Cup. <laughs> Stafford, just go last Quickly, names. Matt Stafford's fast. But, yeah, I mean, I just wonder what okay. Matthew Since Stafford's done. Since you asked, done, I'm yeah. going to give you my two cents on yeah. this. Um, I love the Riz, right? I like that he has charisma. I like talking about Stetson Bennett. I like when he came up here and talked with us on Sunday afternoon. Got some gravitas. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. And look, when you've been a two-time national championship winning quarterback at Georgia in yeah. the middle of college football country, the most important college football. Had to earn that spot. And had to earn it and, and had to was a, all of these things. He's got that I know what I'm doing Kids thing. Kids got some stones. Forgive for, me. Yeah. For sure he does. He's little, bro. He's tiny. He's a he little guy. But, I mean, <laughs> he, when you, he's little, he's, bro. He's, I bet he's about the same size as Russell Wilson. I wouldn't well, be surprised. Russell Wilson's thicker than But he I wouldn't is. be surprised if Drew Brees, if he could eat a Peter and off Drew Brees' head. <laughs> so there have been some small guys there, there that are. have been successful. Yeah, so, and I'm not saying that yeah. it's a, the kiss of death, but what I'm saying is the fact that we all say, oh, there's Drew Brees, there's Russell. That's two guys yeah. in a history of the league that's been around a long time, and most of them are bigger guys. Not all of them, True. but it's just one of those things that, you you know, we're, what are we, 80 yards away from him or so, give or take, and he's – a lot you could smaller. lose him behind the he's line of scrimmage. He's a lot, and that's exactly right. Like, yeah. when he's back there, if he didn't have that red jersey on, if he were in blue or white like everyone else, he'd be real hard to find. Well, remember, you had Everett sitting here one day, and you don't have to be oak trees anymore yeah. in the National Football League. So that's kind of changed. Everything's out of shotgun now. So uh, even if you're a little bit short, you can still be effective. To me, it's all about decision-making. To me, it's all about gravitas. Um, I told you, I loved everything about Baker Mayfield until the ball left his hand. (laughs) Then, like, oh, my God, I'm not sure where that's going. But I love the way he was a leader. He had swag. Guys wanted to be like him. He was the homecoming king type guy. No, he, he, Bennett has that. Yeah. Bennett, when he came up here, there's a, just that that it's the walk, it's the sit here, it's the talk. It, there's just some guys that you're drawn to. There's some guys yeah. that just like, okay, I want to be on his team. He knows what's going to happen next. But this is a big man's league. See, when I was fighting over with my cousins, my cousins can't stand Matthew Stafford. They, they think he's not good. They, they don't think like he's Super Bowl old. championships. That's what I keep saying, but. I'm like, the dude has been first team all everything since he was eight years old. Everything. Right. The guy is a fantastic athlete. He really is. He's a leader. Guys love him. He inspires people. How can you not like him? Ah, well, I just like certain guys. But, yeah, I I think Stetson Bennett has that same sort of characteristics. The only thing is... Now you've got to translate it to this level. You've got to make good decisions with the football constantly and move the football down the field. And this is not an indictment of him at all. He had This is just something that he benefited from. Yeah. But at Georgia, he was playing with all NFL guys against teams that were not all NFL guys. True. Right? His offensive line, those are NFL players. Those wide receivers, those are NFL players. That defense, those are all NFL players. The Matt players. Leinart effect. R- How good are you really? Then all of a sudden, now we're all NFL players. Yeah. Everybody on every team is an NFL player. Okay, now now do it. And that's a real thing. Well, that's the cool thing about watching this with Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, and the backup quarterback, Stetson Bennett. Let's just take him. You get to learn. You get to sit, learn, watch, and understand this game. And by the time you're ready to play, you're going to be mentally ready to play this game because yeah. you've had great examples and a great coach. So that's why I say when Matthew Stafford is ready to say, I'm done, and he's been here two or three years, 
I wonder, is are we looking at the future right now of L.A. Ram football? There is something different about Stafford, though. You just watch him throw the ball relative to the, these other guys. And, and, again, this is not disparaging of anybody else. This is one of the great arm talents of a generation. The, yeah. he, the throws that he can make are unlike just, you know, Josh Allen. There's probably one or two other guys that can do Mahomes. Yeah. But there there are not a lot of guys that can make throws the way they do. From, from, from every platform, yeah. Rams have a first-round pick for the first time in so long. First time since Jared Goff. Yeah. In this draft, wouldn't they want to take a quarterback in the first round? Well, I mean, that means your Where season you was bad. Yeah, yeah, that means yeah. your season was bad and you're picking high. But, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to have a chance at one of those top flight guys because I don't think you're ever going to be that bad again. But, I mean, at some the point. like is too, true. too thin. See, everybody wants to tank for that kid from USC. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Dude, uh, really? You want to you wanna just throw away a season for a rookie? That's good business. That's smart. Throw it away for a guy you don't even know can okay. play at this level. That, that, f- fair enough. Because fair enough. everyone thought Reggie Bush was going to turn this I, league upside down. No one knows anything for sure. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there are very few Peyton Mannings or, you know, Cam Newtons or guys just, okay, that's going to work for sure. You just you don't know for sure. Joe Burrow, you don't know for sure. But to answer your question, this throwaway season, I, I that language is super negative. What if I – proposed a different terminology for it okay go ahead what if i propose a strategic long-term plan for sustained success wow okay which means we got to go down a little <laughs> that's bit like before, child technician b- instead of nanny <laughs> before we start coming back up yeah and okay so my strategic plan for continued long-term success means we need to get a franchise quarterback that's younger than in his late 30s and yes the only way you get one of those guys is to be able to pick one of those guys because they don't become available and to be able to pick one of those guys i gotta be damn near to the bottom and and it's a short-term backup for a long-term game there's all you can always trade picks you can't. You don't have to tank a season. You can just trade an I, entire draft. And I don't think you can take in football. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it, this isn't basketball where you can put a team out there and just sit. It doesn't work quite like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you're just telling me just throw it away, I don't like the sound of that. But you're saying let's think five year window, ten year window, and if one of those years has to be a little bumpy, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. I see where you're going. Yeah. I was at the game in Cleveland where we blocked – the Rams blocked a kick to beat Cleveland in a meaningless game. And I was so happy as a broadcaster because yeah. we finally won. No one was happy. I said, what happened? <laughs> we just lost Andrew Luck. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He was pretty good. Right. You know, there, there, there are some guys that just when you get your hands on them, you think that they're going to be difference makers. Yeah. Do you think Caleb Williams is one of those guys? Look, I, dude, that dude is fantastic. Yeah. He is. He is fantastic. He's the, he's the right combination of things, right? Yeah. He's pretty good size. Can move his feet, but he's not a run-first guy. He's a throw-first guy, yeah. but if you need me to move, I can. It's still a question you, mark, but I'm not going to throw away an entire season for one guy. That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because there's no guarantee that guy's going to be the guy. You might be right back where you just left, even with him. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or, or you get the guy. He's ready to, <laughs> yeah. he's ready to oh, do you're like, it. You never know, right? You, you, you never know for sure. You do your diligence, but it's one of those, uh, we got the dude. Like right. All of a sudden, look, and, and here's how fast it can change. Joe Burrow walks into Cincinnati, and they went from a punchline to, oh, snap. This they're, is true. They're, tr- they're trouble. And how many guys were drafted before Mahomes? Yeah. Sometimes, you, Sometimes you get a little lucky. Absolutely. Sometimes you get a little lucky. Yep. Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best. What is he? Tenth, something like that. Yeah, my guy was bagging groceries. Yeah, and he's he's in the Hall of Fame. Come on, I wonder. I've always wondered. But we'll, we'll talk about this coming up in a little bit too. Like, are is there another one? Is it, are there more guys that they just need a damn chance? Do you just need a guy to do that? That's coming up in a little bit. Plus, we're going to talk with Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua. He's scheduled to join us as well. It's all coming up. It's Travis Sleep. Demarco's in for Sleep on seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 12 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. We are inside the Waba Grill lunch hour right here on Swift 710 with DeMarco Farr, the Rams Super Bowl champion, Travis Rogers. See, I said your name there. You excited? Thank you, Chris. Travis and Sliwa. <laughs> By the way, do you have a fantasy league that you want part of for our ultimate fantasy football draft party Friday, August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino with the 710 crew? Register right now. So you can be part of the fun and frivolity. ESPNLA.com. Fantasy party, party, oh, party. Friday, August 18th. Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, draft. Puka Nakua is going to join us in just a few minutes right here at Rams Training Camp. Our final day. Day seven. Yeah. We reach the end of the road. How good does that feel, DeMarco? Oh, my Great God. Camp. camp ending? Yeah. Oh, we used to call it the, uh, the, the St. Louis 500. When camp broke... I mean, it's a race back to St. Louis. I mean, <laughs> where would th- you guys train when you were in St. Louis? Uh, Macomb, Illinois. Okay. Cornfield and hot. I mean, hot, hot. Well, Illinois. Western Illinois University. The-, the mascot is the Leathernecks, and I see why. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's hot. <laughs> well, those Midwest heat bugs, humidity in the middle of the summer. Like, the, like it gets hot in LA occasionally, but it's hot. It's not unbearable. Not like that. Not like that, that. was that ridiculous. Was that, it was funny that Stetson brought up when we talked to him about yeah. what's different between L.A. and Georgia, and he was like, your son, your son's different, because the sun is out, but it's not as, like, piercing and hot. Like, that's how I, I that's how I describe it, too, to my family back home. It's like, there's no humidity. It's not, you're not getting sunburned the same way you get sunburned on the East Coast. Man, I walked, the first day, we're walking out, and there was a little TV screen in the corner of the, of the, of the room. And it was a news reporter. Never saw the guy, but he's giving out a heat warning. Never saw a heat warning before in my life. I'm like, heat warning? Bring your livestock in. Bring your pets in. Bring your your plants in. Your it's pl- going to be that hot. And I'm walking out the door. To go play football. Full gear. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What is wrong with this? Hey, uh, yeah. yo, coach, uh, you might want to check out this <laughs> right. news broadcast right. to make sure that you're not going to take some of us out along Nuts. the way. Nuts, yeah. So I would imagine, too, it's a lot different for – where you are in your career. If you're Aaron Donald, it's like, all right, I still got to get through three preseason games from the sidelines, and then it's go time. Matthew Stafford, the same. Then it's more guys that, like a Joe Nopum, who's, you know, I got I to get my something spot to back. Prove. I yeah. got something to prove. Yeah. And then there's a, I don't know if I'm going to make this team or not. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's got to be all those different range of emotions going through it, just not knowing what's coming next in your life. You might be on this team. You might be on a different team. You might not be playing. You may be working for weeks. UPS in a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, it's just how it goes. I mean, it depends on how what type of camp you have. I wish I had one more week. Or I'm ready for this to be over 10 days ago. Cooper yeah. Cup is ready to go. Aaron Donald is just about ready to go. So all this is is just waiting for September. But you've still got to create the team around you. So there's a lot of guys still battling. Jordan Fuller, number four, I just watched him practice. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that kind of lost his job due to injury last year. So they went in a different direction. He's back. He's the starter again. He's the guy that loved the camp this year. He got to play. He got to practice. He got to be a part of it. He's a leader again. He's a guy that loves training camp and is probably sad that it's over because this has been fun for him. So – Rams are wrapping up today at this part of camp. They obviously go back to Thousand Oaks and they continue to practice and get ready and everything else. But Hard Knocks debuts tonight, right, on HBO, and they're with the Jets this year. And it's kind of that inside look at training camp. And but it's, Emily, you you'd worked on Hard Knocks briefly, right? Yeah. It's like tw- twenty plus seasons old. It's been yes. around a long time. Yeah. Is it pretty good representation of what actually is happening? Do you get a sense of this is what the coaches' meetings are like, this is the pressure on the players? Because it's the same for yes. you. You have the star, you have the veteran, then you have the guy that may or may not make the team. You've got a coach, you've got a general man. It's the same formula. Is it pretty accurate? Yeah, it is. That's the problem because some stuff doesn't need to be broadcast. And when you have hard knocks around, you ha- kind of have to wait until the cameras leave to get that coaching point out or to say what you need to say to your teammate. Like what? Like whatever. It could be something whatever. Like They're always on guard a little bit. Like you, blankety blank, you yeah. did this to me. I can't wait to get you tomorrow. You know, that's uh. type of stuff. But when the cameras show up, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you have guys that start to act for the camera. Like you're really not that guy. 
but you're doing it just for the camera. You see what I mean? Am I a bad guy that the second you said that, I immediately thought of J.J. Watt? <laughs> what? What happened to Watt? Just yeah. when, I like J.J. Watt. Hold when, on now. When they had the Texans on hard knocks, and, and J.J. Watt is a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. J.J. Watt is a phenomenal guy, like all the money he raised from Hurricanes and all that. Like, he's a good dude, but that entire season of Hard Knocks felt like the J.J. Watt oh. show because every time there was a camera, J.J. Watt was in front of it. That's really him. Okay. That is really him. He's, he, he's outsized, and uh, he, he's, he's kind of one of those energetic-type guys. He never stops talking or moving, so that's really him. Yeah. I mean, but other people, guys that are getting cut and know they're getting cut, will put on a show. That's where stuff gets stupid. What are the other guys? The other guys got to be looking like, seriously, dude? Exactly. Like, really? And you, you can't... know you're not even going to be here in a week, So right? this guy's over here holding court, right? And he's got cameras around. And you want to say, boy, you know, shut up. <laughs> but you can't because there's cameras around. You know what I mean? So it's it's You were weird. never on a team that, that had that, right? No, not as a player. But yeah. twice here with the Rams. So I saw it twice, and I see how tough. Like, you could be talking to your coach. I've seen this happen with players, and they're having an intimate one-on-one conversation, and they're getting deep about some stuff, and then all of a sudden they look up, there's a boom mic over their head, Uh-oh. and then the whole conversation changes. So that moment needed to happen for that player to get better, and it just changed because there's a mic there. That's why. It's, I, it's, I, it's way too invasive. This is Emily and mine's one of our favorite topics that Aaron Rodgers in New York this year, and, and not, not the hard knocks portion of it necessarily, but just – He's obviously an incredible player, a Hall of Fame player, one of the best that's ever done it. But I'm fascinated by how this is going to work or not. because It's a he, tough division. It, it's a tough division, and he's got this thing. And maybe it's just because it's true, but he's got this, I know more than the rest of you, and I'm going to let you know that I know more than the rest of you. And I'm going to – He kind of does. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I know he does, yeah. but there's a way to do that, and then there's a way not to do that. And it okay. feels like he's – in the second camp, that he uh, likes to make everyone else understand, that wasn't me, that was those dudes. Yeah. That, that wasn't my mistake. The reason this didn't work had nothing to do with what I did. It had everything to do with what they did. It could also and be I, very much a Kyrie Irving type thing where we're seeing one side of him and his teammates love him. Oh, they and love that him. That could be something that would be totally different. They love him, but he loves tweaking people. He loves tweaking the media. He loves tweaking people. But the thing you about think that's going to work there? But the thing about it, I'm sure you guys know people that graduated from Berkeley. Don't you know other Cal grads? Oh, yeah. They're all weird. They're all weird and strange. <laughs> they are, but this guy's just got a heck of an arm. So, I mean, imagine the smartest guy in the room that doesn't care to let you know he's the smartest guy. He's also <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks on the planet. You can't get rid of him. You see what I'm saying? Would so you do you- a darkness retreat, uh, DeMarco, if, if it would open up your mind? I'd give it a shot. How okay. long was he in there? Two weeks? That was not two weeks. Well, I yeah, it, it was – Supposed to be two weeks, I think, and it lasted a day or two. I think yeah. I can give you two days, maybe forty-eight hours. Okay. After that, I might start freaking out, you know. But yeah, but that's where you oh, get the enlightenment yeah. once you start freaking out. I'm, okay, well then but I'm not going to be enlightened. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't want to be enlightened. I don't want to. <laughs> not that deep. Yeah, I'm not interested in what's going on up there. I'll just go to Vegas. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I'm trying to turn those voices down, not Thank turn you. them up. Yes. I do not. I do not need. But on the field, is. there aren't many I've seen, including Tom Brady, and I played against some of the greatest, the Hall of Famers. But on the field, watching this guy, I haven't seen many better than Rodgers. He's he's great. He's he's got a command of the offense. He knows what you're doing defensively. He's petty. You yeah. should have seen him oh, go no. after Jalen Ramsey. Petty is a great skill when uh, it comes to athletes. Oh, my God. He couldn't wait yeah. to get at, back at that dude. Absolutely. Dude, you're bigger than I thought. Look at you. <laughs> All right. So, Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
As promised, as advertised, we are joined right now by Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua joining us after their final training camp. What does it feel like to have it done? Last day of training camp. What does that feel like? <laughs> it's a it's a huge relief. Felt good. It was uh, to be out there under the sun and back out there with the boys is always a good time. So uh, I'm excited and glad that uh, I can rest a little bit for a quick second. Sure. <laughs> you're exactly the way I thought you'd be. Look, you're dirty. You're bleeding already. <laughs> you're my type of guy, man. I mean, look, you dreamed about playing in the NFL since you were a kid, I assume, and here you are just went through camp i mean that's got to be amazing for you yes sir i'm extremely grateful and it's been a blessing to be out there with some of the best to do it and uh, i can't it's there's so much information being cut out but uh, it's been a blast to be able to learn from the best to do it so I, i'm having a blast out here <laughs> Puka, what's been the biggest challenge to, to come from the college game to the pro game and you get thrown in with a team that's you know recently off a super bowl championship and you're surrounded with guys like aaron donald and sean mcveigh what's that like you're running from aaron donald I'm yeah sorry. <laughs> literally running <laughs> all the time even in the locker <laughs> it's scary <laughs> but uh, just having so much fun it's fast the game is so much faster the room for error is so much smaller and the attention to detail is the, the precision from everybody is is unreal because you got to be on the same page and because you think uh, as as good as uh, number nine is uh, the guys on the defense who are trying to stop you are just as fast they're they're breaking on the brakes uh, just quicker than everybody they're they're, under, they're able to understand the concepts that we're running so uh, trying to be on my P's and Q's at all time in the run game in the pass game uh, trying to understand it all you're going to be a big part of it all uh, you know you got to explain. So I am a Husky. You were a Husky, and then you went to BYU. How did you get from Washington to BYU? Uh, out of high school, I, uh, or Coach Adams was my receiver coach who recruited me there. Ah. Um, so uh, and my family, my my grandma was diagnosed with ovarian cancer ah. in, that, in that 20 season uh, after COVID. So uh, I had the opportunity and was blessed with the opportunity to be able to transfer back home and be with my family during that time. I wanted to be mad at you. I can't be mad at you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How do you leave Seattle? But that makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, to go but back then, home. But then here, and then you get here, and I don't know what your terminology was like at BYU or Washington, but then you're talking to Sean McVay, and he talks a whole other language when he talks offense. That's got to be weird for you. Oh, 100%. The first days when we got here to OTAs, uh, it was sounding like a foreign language. I get in the huddle, <laughs> and I, Matthew Stafford walked in, and I'm with Tutu and Van on the side of me, and he said the whole play, and I looked at them, and everybody broke the huddle, and I was like, there's no way that was English. Man. Like, <laughs> I, I missed every word he said. I'm like, I was just in the meeting. I'm like, I'm paying attention in the meetings. I thought I was, but obviously not. So trying to repetition is the mother of learning. That's what Coach McVay always says. So being able to rep it out, rep it out, so it becomes easier as the day goes on. So what do you do in that situation? Do you turn to Van and go, where the hell am I supposed to go? Like, how do you how do you how do you navigate through that moment? Yeah, that one I was like, I just went, I looked back right back at number nine. I was like, I'm, I have no idea what's going on, and that sometimes is the best way to do it. You don't want to go out there because you get somebody hurt if you're going out there and not knowing what you're doing. So he'd prefer, I think, sometimes to be like, hey, I, I need to uh, ask simply what the route is, where I need to be placed, and the exact alignment because of the precision going back to how uh, important it is. If I'm off two yards in my alignment, it can make a big difference in the play. See, Trev, that's why I like D-line. Yeah, go forward. <laughs> Even if I'm wrong, I'm right. Just get up the field, right? You know, just get up there and make something happen. Uh, who did you grow up rooting for? Who did you grow up watching, football-wise? Uh, Packers fan. You're a Packers fan. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. We were just talking, we were just about, talking about, it. about it. Yeah, that is the, the, the smartest, weird, best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if I'd be his friend, but I'd love to be his teammate. Yeah. How about that? That would be cool, but I yeah. think being number nine's teammate is a lot cooler, too. It's lot been cooler super too? fun. Yeah, yeah. So you grew up, any receivers you tried to model yourself after? Uh, Julio Jones and uh, Mike. Evans, the two bigger receivers of them, and Julio Jones, I think being able to be that big and get out of the breaks the way he did, and then Mike Evans, I think of somebody who's physical, as known as a big receiver in the run game, but uh, takes that physicality in his route running as well. Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua joining us here on Travis and Slee. DeMarco's in for Slee. From the moment that I've started following the, the camp this year and hearing people talk about the new players, every time your name is mentioned, they mention Robert Woods. That have you heard that as much as I have? That people remind you, that you remind people of Robert Woods, who had an incredible career here in LA. Um, a little bit, not too much from over here, but watching the film, it's been it's been a lot of seeing number seventeen out there with yeah. the Cooper Cup. So it's, I've heard it definitely a little bit. I, I'm looking at you bigger than I thought. I, it looks like you wouldn't mind blocking. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how you get the, that's how you get the routes running. <laughs> See, I told you, I, like you love to hit and catch at the same time. Yes, sir. It's all a part of. It. I love the game of playing wide receiver. <laughs> that's not fair. See what I mean? <laughs> See, you guys can't be tough and skill guys at the same time. Come on, that's not fair for us on the other side. That's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Have you had a, a welcome to L.A. moment or anything like that since coming into town, since getting into camp that, wow, not only am I in the NFL, but I'm in the NFL in Los Angeles with the Rams? 
Um, nothing too yet. It's been hard, especially with the busy schedule that they have trying to, yeah, they keep us pretty busy. So I feel like I've been locked in with ball for these 12 days that we've been out here for however how long. Somebody said happy Sunday the other day and I was like, oh, it's you Sunday. Say so. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you said it's Sunday? My fault. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> have you been to SoFi yet? This is your... No, sir. <laughs> this is your first time going to SoFi? Yeah. Oh, you're going to, this is going to blow your mind. I can't wait. I've only heard the best. <laughs> What's the biggest stadium you've been in? Um, I think maybe Baylor University. Baylor? Okay, this not even close to what you're about to see. Oh, man. Yeah, and think about it. If you score enough, they all be chanting your name. <laughs> Buka, Buka. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for. <laughs> well, it's, it's, so I, DeMarco's heard me say this before, and, you know, having covered the team for the last several years when they opened SoFi, even now, several seasons into SoFi, every time you walk in there, it's like, you got to be kidding me. And it's been in there dozens of times at this point. Every time you and I see each other, it's like, can you believe this place? I mean, I'm, I'm always excited for somebody to go experience it for their first time. Oh. Your face is going to be the size of this tent. <laughs> yeah. Think about that, right? Everything oh, you dreamed about is about to come true. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. Truly yeah. blessed. And I have to say this. The, 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 you think the hardest part is getting here. The hard part is to stay here. How bad do you want to be a football player, like in your heart? How much do you want to be a professional football player? I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> More than anything, this is the, what I've been dreaming for. So now that the opportunity is within my grasp, uh, there's no chance I'm letting it go anytime soon. And he's bleeding when he said that. Yeah. Right? See, well, he's, he's your type about. of guy. He's your type, <laughs> he's of my guy. type of guy. Have you gotten a sense of how much, if any, you're going to play on Saturday? Uh, no, sir. Not yet. Whatever they need me to do, I, I love playing the game of football. I'm blessed to be here. So, and I can't wait. It's my first time in SoFi, so i yeah. got to make a good debut. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Puka Nakua, Rams wide receiver, joining us here on the final day of Rams. What size shoe do you wear? Yeah, I was going to say. Look at this, I'm, man. A, I'm a 14. You're a 14. He's a receiver. That's not fair. Good God. What do you got going over 13. there? 13. Okay. See? 14. Size 14. He's a receiver. They're getting bigger. You got to be able to put your foot in the ground. McDonald's <laughs> your whole life? Come on, man. How much, have you gotten to, how much time have you gotten to spend with Cooper Cup, and how much have you been able to pick his oh, brain? Oh, yeah. Um, I, as much as he'll let me, I feel like I try to be in his back pocket, The one of the best to ever do it. Oh, my gosh. And he's absolutely unreal in the meeting room, in his preparation, in the training room, to the weight room, to everything on the football field, obviously, that you guys get to see. Um, he's the best of the best and the attention to detail so i'm trying to follow his routine and uh, pick up on the things that he'll let me but uh puka do you get the sense that that's the difference between the nfl and college football it's everybody's a great athlete everybody's big everybody's fast everybody can do all these sorts of things but the work that you put in that's not just here the study the film the conversations with other great players yeah i i say definitely and then i yeah coop has got one of the one of the best body controls as a wide receiver and the understanding of leverage and tempo that I think separates him from all of the people to do it. So trying to pick up on any cues that he'll let me and always watching number 10 film, always. <laughs> I've never seen a guy more aptly named than Tutu. Tutu Atwell. Yeah. I mean, the dude is just so blindingly fast, but, I mean, he's not that big. <laughs> And he'd be, you'd be surprised if sometimes you put hands on him and then he's hes hes being physical enough to throw you by and he's fast enough. You, you blink, he's out of there. He's tougher like, than you think. Oh, yeah. 100%. Amazing. And um, I, t I told Travis, watching you guys do the red zone, when you and Benny Skoranek are on the field at the same time, oh, my God, that's scary. <laughs> Somebody's getting their head knocked off. Some big bodies flying. Number 18 is not scared to hit anybody. <laughs> is that something you learned? Is that something you just always like to do? Because I, I, Did you I'm play big... safety in, in high school? Safety, d DB? A little bit. A little, a little bit? bit? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. like playing on the offensive sidebar, scoring touchdowns with the, the guy passing the ball. Okay. Easier. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that's the thing, right? There are some people that get off on hitting people, looking at you, of course. Marco. <laughs> yes. And then there are other guys that, that, you know what, I'd rather run around you, past you, and I want to score the touchdowns as opposed to driving someone in yeah but actually as a receiver there's nothing more satisfying than like catching a nice route perfectly catch tuck and turn and then seeing a, a db at the goal line just oh yeah i'm about to run right through <laughs> you man that's a cherry on top <laughs> see same mentality my idea of beauty is the blind side shot <laughs> that's a perfect 10 for me yeah absolutely no doubt so what are you looking forward to once you once the season gets started obviously you got the game but just the, the the life in the NFL have you gotten past any of the football part of it and just living the life of an NFL player um trying food spots that's the there's so much food out here compared to what there is in Utah so I'm trying to try every food spot I ask everybody where they go what's their favorite eat so whatever you guys can put me on I'll All try right. it for sure just don't diss in and out Oh yeah. no, I'm a, I'm in. They got in and out in Utah. Okay, so, okay, yeah, I'm in and out guy. Yeah. So if you're a cheeseburger guy, I'll give you one right now. It's the Apple Pan. It's on oh. Pico. Just uh, what would that be? Just north of Westwood Boulevard. It's been there since the 40s. It's an old school little U-shaped counter Great cheeseburger burger. spot. You 
You'll, count, be, you'll be very happy. Count me in. Just don't tell our nutritionist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Our secret. Our secret. My man. Puka Nakua, Rams wide receiver. Congratulations on your first camp. We look forward to watching you. Appreciate that, guys. You guys so have so you were work. a Husky and a Cougar. That's, a, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Back with more from Rams training camp. It's Travis Lee. DeMarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know if this belongs in the dump or not, but it, it's definitely worth saying that I th- I just saw a relationship blossom between you and Puka Nakua during that because you were you were in on that. He's bleeding, he's dirty, he's enthusiastic, he loves football. He's your kind of guy. That is terrifying yeah. as a defender. Yeah, he's going to knock you out and love doing it. May help you up. That's, that, but but he's going to do everything that is required of this offense of that position. So it's not just about catching passes; it's about being a part of the run game. You see how big he is. Yeah, and how willing guy. he is. So there's going to be some Niner fans that really hate him coming soon. And not you, only his skills, he seems like a really like awesome young man, too. Yeah. Clearly he like went home to be with his grandmother and all that good stuff. It seems like he's really like a really good Grounded. Guy. Yeah, absolutely grounded. I want to go back to something you said. He might help you out. You've watched Quarterback on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Okay. When I forget who the defensive player. Cousins, they're playing against the Commanders. He drops back. He lets the ball go and just gets walloped, just hits right in the chest. You hear him hit the ground and go, and he's laying there. He's like, I can't breathe. I can't. And then yeah. the Washington defender goes up to him, pats him on the back, goes, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. And just starts walking away. Yeah. Did you ever do something like Absolutely. that? Like, you'll, you'll be, be all right. right. Yeah, shake it off. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Rub some dirt on it. You'll be it all right. It was so cold. It, because it, oh, yeah. and it wasn't meant to be cold, which made it so much colder. Like, no, no, no it was man, meant this, to be cold. This is this is what we do. You stand there, I hit you, and then we go do it again. Right, sheepdog and the coyote. <laughs> yeah. This is how we do We punch in and punch out. Um, I was telling people, I was watching with my wife and kid, like, why does Mahomes always talk to the guys and say, good job? Yeah. Well, he's trying to humanize himself. Because yeah. when you go into a game, quarterbacks aren't people. They're right. targets. So the more they talk, the more you realize this is a guy that has a family. I think it was against yeah. the Rams. They showed a, where I think it was uh, Bobby it was Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Yeah. I don't want to say he pulled up because I'm not going to put that on Bobby, but he could have hit him, and he didn't. It's a pull up. I it, mean, yeah. And, by and rights, you, he could have at least lunged at him. Yes. But he let him. He gave and him a Holmes went to him and said, "Hey, man." Appreciate you. The nicest like, guy in the world yeah. was Dan Marino. <laughs> really? Dan would talk, hey, how's your family? How's your dad? And he'd remember you. Yeah. And he'd talk. And when you get in those situations with him where it could be like pull up or let him have a pass, you'll let him walk. Mm. Now, you go get him and sack him and hit him, but if you have an opportunity where he's giving himself up and you can take a shot, you might not. That show is so fascinating to me because they, they picked the three. They picked mega, 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 mega star. Yeah. Best guy in the league. They picked a guy who's kind of almost the definition of the middle of the pack. Yeah. A guy that when he's good, he's really good. Kirk Cousin had a good team, good season. And then another guy who's holding on by his fingernails to stay in the league. Drama. And and, and you could tell, like, Mahomes is just walking around with just charisma just pouring off of him. <laughs> just this, like, I own the universe. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Right. And Cousins is – Part of it is just who he is. Aw, Very shucks. humble and aw shucks. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to go out there and do our best. He and hides could, his, like, trophy he, he room. Hides, and you could tell Mario's like, yeah, I'm going to get fired today. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you could just, it's just it's coming like off. Of Vegas. Baby, don't yeah. unpack. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we're and you can feel it from his teammates. Like, the oh, yeah. Falcons teammates are like, nah, bro, you're not even going to be here for a while. And I rooted for Mariota. He just makes too many mistakes. But, yeah. I, you know, I went into that whole show completely out on Kirk Cousins. Really? No, absolute no. And then after, I'm like, yeah. you know what? He's not that bad. Hard not no, I to felt like too. I was, I was all in on the Cousins train at the end. I was like, is this going to make me love Kirk Cousins? I'm He's coming very close. hard not to like. For what we were talking about with Coach McVay, too. You know why? Yeah. It's authentic. Yeah. 
it's him. it's that's who he is. You yeah. can like it or not like it, but he's not playing a character. He's a corny Midwestern dude. That's him. That's him. That's him. And he just plays the role, and yeah. he's a good quarterback. And he's, you could tell his teammates loved him. You can smell phony from a mile away. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Shohei Otani last night. It's not a Travis Lee show if I don't talk about Shohei Otani for yeah. a couple of minutes. Well, uh, you should talk had, about him more. He had a double. He had a single. He stole a base. He scored a run. And the Angels lost. Like wow. at, at some point, he's got nine wins on the mound. He's got one of some of the best pitching numbers in baseball. Even though his his pitching numbers are a little bit down from what they've been, he's the most prolific offensive player in the entire league. Leads league in triples and home runs, RBI, the whole thing. I, I I can't help but have incredible amount of empathy for him, having knowing what it must be like to go into that locker room, that look and say, guys. I'm doing stuff that's never happened before. Can I get a little bit of help around here? Wow. What did he do again? A double? He had a double, a single, did he, he scored a run, and he stole a base. Did the run Did the run get home? RBI double. Uh, oh. He scored on that. He scored on that, and yes. that took the score to what? I believe it gave. The, I believe it tied the game when he scored. Gave him a chance to win, and they still couldn't get it done. Yeah. Wow. They gave up six runs in the top of the ninth. Okay, I'm with you. lose their seventh in a row. I'm with you. But just appreciate what you're seeing, because I don't think you'll ever see this again. No. It's been not him like and Babe this. Ruth. I, yeah. think, I think what will happen, and, and by the way, and, and you're not wrong, DeMarco, yeah. Babe Ruth only pitched for a very brief period of time. Yeah. It, the, the, Otani has already done more on more the mound on that. than Ruth has. Now, he's got a ways to go to be Ruth offensively. Okay. But he's – you. what, what you're going to see, I believe, is you're going to see, and I'll just use these guys because they're local guys, you're going to find a guy that's Chris Taylor at the plate yeah. and Tony Gonsolin on the mound. Which, by the way, that's awesome. Yeah. that's. But what you have now is you have Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge wow. in one guy. That's what you have. You, Unbelievable. You have that combination. Just and appreciate also we keep it. on saying that we won't – we appreciate it right now as you're seeing it, but, like, we kept on saying that like he can't repeat this year for year. He could potentially do this longer than we even think that he could. See, I'm in that group. This can't go on forever. No one can be this good. Yeah, you, you never know, right? Physically, how he can you do that? keep on saying that, but he keeps doing it but over how, and over again. How can you be physically that good where you can pitch and hit every day? You're seeing the physical – what you're talking about, you're seeing it when he's on the mound. At yeah. the plate, he still looks 10 out of 10. Yeah. On the mound, where he wasn't 10 out of 10 – it's like an eight and a half. It's out of dropping 10. off. Okay, it, 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 and it's still really, really good, but it's not that because of course it's not. He's got to go take five at bats tonight. So is there a day where he stops pitching? Probably not. Not unless okay. He's so an he injury. pitches all the. way. This is gonna. Yeah. It's gonna be the same pitching I hitting so. show throughout his career. Okay, I, I thought mean, at I some point so. he may stop pitching and just he's focus get paid on, like it. And, yeah, I yeah. Mean, get two full time checks, right? I'm Why a, not? I'm the I'm as good as Justin Verlander. Okay, that's forty five million. I slug like Aaron Judge. That's what. Tell me why I don't get ninety. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. That that that's where if I'm the agent, that's where I. What's start. your argument against? Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me why that doesn't add up in your world. <laughs> right. And yeah. put it on camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> right, exactly. Right. And the answer is, uh, well, we can't pay. That's not my problem. That's your problem. Yeah. You know. Well, we got to put. Yeah, you'll you'll trade to somebody out. who can. Then they'll yeah. figure it out. It's going to happen. Uh, it was today in 1992, August eighth, 1992. The Dream Team, the original Dream Team, won the gold medal at the Barcelona Olympics. Still the best basketball team I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know if the world was, you know, the, the the rest of the basketball world wasn't as good, but to me, that was the best basketball team you'll ever see. Refresh me again. Who was on the team? So it was Jordan, Bird, was yet, remember? Magic, oh. <laughs> David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Scottie Pippen, uh, who else? John Stockton, Stockton. Carl Malone. Um, Christian Leitner. Yeah, Christian Leitner, yeah. Yeah, Christian Leitner. And was Christian Leitner. Not Shaq, Christian Leitner. Yeah. Which is like, okay, that's fine. Shaq would have fit in a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Shaq would have been that guy. But you're right. Like, watching international basketball where it is now, like that team against an international team now would be far more interesting for no other reason. Yeah. Be, those games weren't competitive. It was ridiculous. It was – who did they decide to basically It was American break? dominance at its best. Yeah, yeah, and they just absolutely steamrolled guys yep. along the way. The, the most interesting thing about that, and they did it – I think it was on NBA TV. They did a documentary about the 92 Dream Team, and the most competitive part of that entire portion – was when they would scrimmage each other. Practicing, yeah. When there were, Jordan would have a team and Magic would have a team, and they would go at it like it was World War III. Wouldn't you? Because want, both of those guys yeah. are maniacs when it comes to competition. Wouldn't you love to be in that room? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Those, those oh. grainy-ass videos oh. of those things are so fascinating to me. Like, I would watch entire practices of those guys going at That's it. That's it. Like, we had those on this show. Like, going back to see, like, a Doors concert or something you missed, I would want to go back to those practices. 
Yeah, just be a fly it, on the wall. It shows how far the international play has come to since 1992 that on a, a USA versus the world team right now, if we had all the best guys, would be incredibly competitive. Back then, yeah. not at all. I still think all. we would win. I think we'd be the favorite, but yeah. I don't know if we'd win. I mean, they have Jokic, they have Luka, they have... Uh, um, oh, if you did an Are they on the same team? No, here's the difference. If you did an international all-star yeah. team. Oh, USA one. versus the world. But if, Yeah, USA. Against, if you just did USA against Slovenia or yeah. th- that. But an international be. team from all over the world. Oh, my God. Embiid, yeah. Jokic, and Luka are all on the same team. Who's on our team? LeBron. Uh, well, you got LeBron. You got Curry. AD, you got Curry. You've got um, Jason Tatum. John Morant. You got Jason Tatum. You've I'm got, still taking us. Yeah. I'm still taking us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it would be it would be close. It'd be closer. It'd be in the fourth quarter. And we've yeah. had um, the past couple years have been dominated by uh, international MVPs. Like yeah. our MVPs of the league have been international players for so long. It, it is just interesting to me to see how far it's come. But um, you know, it's 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 still. It's still interesting to see it. Who's coaching them and who's coaching us? Kerr is yeah. coaching the American team. Kerr with the guy from Gonzaga, Mark Few, yeah. and uh, Spolstra. Who's coaching them? I'm not sure. The, if you had to pick an international world, if it's Popovich, we got problems. It might be Pop. We got problems. It then. might be okay. Pop. Although he was the head coach of Team USA for so long, he might not want to do that. This is true. Okay. Yeah. By the way, Reeves uh, showed out last night for he Team killed USA. It. Yeah, it was really cool. It's just I was watching it. I was uh, I was actually doing trivia last night, and I saw I looked up in the screen. And I was like, oh, that looks like Austin Reeves. It's so weird to see him in a non-Laker uniform because I obviously didn't, wasn't super paying attention to him when he was playing college. So it's just like, oh, that, there's there's our guy going out there, Taylor Swift's maybe boyfriend, oh. or whatever. <laughs> oh Everything. Well, Taylor it, Swift. it's. it's it's funny because I think we finally gotten to the point because you to, to Emily's point he, against Puerto Rico last night he was great. We're, we're done being surprised that he's good, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's just good. We're over it, that now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. There's always a guy that wait, is he good? And it's like, yeah, I think he's pretty good. And it's like, well, is he really good? Yeah. Yeah. Austin Reeves just a good player. Like yeah, yeah. There, there's no more. Oh, you know who's? It's, no, no, no. He's. We all know he's good. And yeah. then he goes out there and smashes guys. It's not a huge surprise. Cooper Cup. You're still surprised Cooper Cup is good? No. Um, but people, At this point. Yeah, you're yeah, still surprised or Chris that McCaffrey. He's good? Yeah, you're still surprised he's good by now? Yeah, yeah, yeah you might want to let that go. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, no, he's sneaky good? No, he's, no, sneaky he's really good. good. He's just good. You want to talk oh, about Aaron Boone? Absolutely. Meltdown? So, I don't know about you. I love a good major league ejection. Because we don't get them very much anymore, right? Because there's instant replay, you don't get those umpire-manager confrontations where guys are screaming to yell at each other. Yeah. They're, Tommy Lasorda was a legend at it. Billy Martin was a legend. I go to Earl sleep Weaver. watching those. They're great. They're unreal. Yes. <laughs> we got a pretty good one last night. Aaron Boone, the manager of the Yankees, gets tossed out, uh, arguing a ball and strike call. Laz Diaz was the home plate umpire in I'm a baseball dork, so forgive me here. Laz Diaz is arguably the worst umpire in Major League Baseball. Even He's, worse than Angel Hernandez. Well, when Angel Hernandez, they've kind of just d- disappeared him. He doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even participate anymore. Right. But He's if Angel to the farm, if if, if Angel if Angel Hernandez came back, Laz drops to number two. Okay. But you're in the right ball. Okay. You're in the right neighborhood. I got you. Called third strike. Laz Diaz bangs him out, and it was a strike. Like you know, the box. Yeah, it yeah. was not. It wasn't even close. It, it was, was a strike. A, but Boone had had enough. He loses his, you know what? He goes out there and he's going. And then he did a thing that was so great. He imitated Laz Diaz's strike three call because Diaz does this thing where he's kind of in a crouch, and then when he calls him, he bangs him out up high, like up like here, like yeah, this, yeah. like around his head. And Boone imitated him. Oh my god! Doing his call. I got to see this. Terrific. I got <laughs> just terrific because it went from. You stink at your job, To You can't even do good theater. It was tremendous. Oh, yes. Boone is funny. He's one of the he's one of the good ones to get ejected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. Have uh, you absolutely. ever seen him do his batting stance guy thing? No. So he can – because keep in mind, his grandfather played in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah. His father played in the big leagues. His brother played in the he big leagues. He can do any batting stance. You I've seen any this. player from, yeah. like, 1975 until now, like – Kenny Lofton, and he turns around, and he's got Kenny Lofton. Give me uh, Pedro Guerrero, and he's got Pedro Guerrero. I have seen in. this. I thought you meant getting ejected. He no, no, no. Oh, okay. It's, I have seen this before. I don't know if he can do every umpire, but he did a little okay. thing I like this. I go to bed watching Lou Pinella get thrown out. Lou Pinella was oh, a my. lunatic. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. He was probably at the Mariners when you were UW. Correct. Yes. I yeah. went into the dugout, into the clubhouse with him. My cousin played for him. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know anything about Lupinella. I went out of that room knowing everything about intense Lupinella. Intense man. Oh, my God. Intense really intense. Guy. Super intense. He, he yelled at me one time when I – million years ago when I was producing, and we would try to get – we would just 
randomly cold call people in their hotel rooms. Like you just and, and believe it or not, just about everybody was listed under their own name. I got Alex Rodriguez on the phone you in his hotel me. one night. Wow. So I called Lou Pinella, who's I believe the manager of the Reds at the time. And he lit me up for calling him <laughs> in his hotel room. It was That's it was great. great. Him, Derek Bell, uh, one of your former teammates, Kevin Green, screamed at me. Really? Yeah. The linebacker. Yes. For calling him. Yes. Yeah. You should be yelled at if you call me in my hotel room before a game. I didn't know. I just go call these guys. All right, I'll you start. You were doing calling. a job. Yeah. And I, you know, <laughs> half of the people would just hang up. Quarter would say yes, and a quarter would call me names. There you go. And See? Uh, Lou Pinella was in the second. Like selling stocks. Yeah. Let's do a little, uh, little super crosstalk right okay. now. So, John Ireland back in the studios at LA Live. John, are you there? Yeah. Uh, you got me here, Jorge? Uh, Mace, we got gotcha. you. Yeah, Mace is here too. Yep. Uh, how, okay. Last day. When I say last day of camp, Demarco, does it does a a smile come over your face like Christmas is here? Like, didn't you dread oh camp when you were playing? Ear to ear. I told Travis we had to be called the the St. Louis Five Hundred. As soon as camp <laughs> ended, get in your cars and drive back as fast as you can. Now, when absolutely. I, when I first started covering NFL training camp, this was in the nineties with the Chargers. They did two a days. Do they still do that? No. Did, so it's only two days are out. Right, but do you had to do two a days, right? Absolutely. And you would hit both times. Yeah, we we go padded for for three hours both practices. That's been kind of legislated out for player safety. So no one goes two a days anymore. Okay. You know, Demarco was saying earlier, Ireland, that he does not think that the way that training camp is run right now, that when you were playing for the Rams with Dick Vermeil, that these guys would make it through a camp. You know, and I'd even say maybe even Aaron would struggle yeah. with what we went through. I mean, it was absolutely brutal. Two days, uh, twice a day, three hours per practice in pads, and we were banging both days or both practices in the heat. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. Player safety did not exist back then. Yeah, I, I concussions a, were funny. I covered yeah. a Houston Oilers training camp in San Marcos, Texas, and it was ninety-nine degrees with ninety-eight percent humidity, and they were running two a days. Yeah, crazy. I mean, that's what they used to think. I, I kid Vermeil all the time, and he really gets upset by it. But they used to think that's how you make good football players. You have to bang the lactic acid out of each other to become good. <laughs> there's other ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see the science behind that. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a lot of sound science there. Mace, how was the show last night? The uh, show was great. Did you, I, did you make it for the whole thing? I made it for the whole thing. It was worth it. I thought she was spectacular. I don't know how she played for as long as she did. Um, and 44 she went, songs. Yeah, she went three and a half hours. What? I think she would have gone another hour if there were no curfew. Um, it's a spectacular show to look like, look at. She is just a, a great, great performer. I was trying to think, you guys, of, I mean, this is, this show she's putting on, she's doing six shows, 75,000 people at each show. Everyone, I mean, people are coming from all over the state. Oh, yeah. All over the country, really, if they can get their hands on tickets to get into this thing. I think... It is the biggest concert tour to hit Los Angeles since after Thriller came out. Right. The Jackson 5 went on a, a on a thing they called the Victory Tour. Oh, yeah, tour. I was at the Victory Tour. Mm. And it, it, wasn't was, very, it wasn't great. It was, it was impossible to get tickets. Yeah. <laughs> they put it in big stadiums, but yep. it's all anybody was talking about. Yeah. And this this Taylor Swift, like better was in here. Best better doesn't like Taylor Swift. He goes, yeah, I'm so yeah. sick of Taylor Swift. I'm so sick. Right, right. But you know what he's not getting is everybody is consumed by it. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. go to Starbucks. You can't go to a gas station. It's the biggest event Emily of the summer. That when she went to Disneyland on, what was it, uh, Friday, Emily? Yeah, Friday. That she went to Disneyland on Friday afternoon and that half the crowd at Disneyland was decked out in Taylor Swift. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, it, I think it's the biggest concert event in 20 years. Well, let me tell you Do something. You, em, Emily, you're there. Uh, when is she going to let this thing go with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I don't understand. Mace, this is every she day left, you do this with She me. left a sweater or a scarf at Jake Gyllenhaal's sister's house. It's a metaphor. Is that what? Wait, is that didn't, really? Didn't there is no scarf? There's no the, scarf. It's a metaphor. She did the full 10-minute song. God Ten bless minutes. her. Um, I, it's one, one of the best songs in the whole set. Uh, Emily, see if you, you agree with this. I okay. think that she receives more adoration than any performer I have ever seen. Uh, it is like 
the last night of uh, of of Kobe's career. She just mm-hmm. like bats her well, eyes and walks a little fancy, and the entire place goes crazy. <laughs> oh, walks yeah, okay. a little fancy. Let She's me, a fancy. That's my favorite part of that, by the way. Let me reenact like one of her intros to her song. So her third song of the show is called "The Man," and it's talking about if I was a man, I'd you know it'd be so much easier, whatever. But she says, "Oh, L.A., you're making me feel so good. You're making me feel so strong. Like I, I could do anything." You sound and then everyone's like her too. screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs, and they're like, "Oh." It makes me feel like the man. And then she goes into the song, The Man. And it's, again, it's so corny. It's so cheesy. But it's we eat it up. Although I will I will say this, Em. Corny works for her. Oh, totally does. Um, you know, Ernest some, and corny. Some people can pull it's her off corny. She's the Kirk Cousins of musicians. Right. Kirk, yeah. No, that's Trav. That is a yeah. great analogy. Corny works for Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Corny worked for Tim Tebow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just for some people, Kurt Warner, DeMarco, a little corny, and it kind of worked. Little I, bit. We I, were just yeah. talking, but it's genuine. It's really him. Yeah, it's got to be real. I think she's a theater yeah. kid at heart. I think yeah. she really, really is a theater kid, and that comes across really strongly, especially in Tolerate It, where she does this entire reenactment of a dinner, and it's just like... We could just tell Taylor Swift missed out on her high school experience and she really wanted to be in, in drama. What and, did you think of the reenactment of the dinner, Mace? Uh, I thought it, the dinner looked delicious. I, I wanted to. <laughs> By the way, there were a couple of guys who tried to bring beers up to Taylor Swift. I'm like, guys, have we learned nothing from Cardi B? Do not approach the stage yeah, well, with beers. Oh, did they get dropped? Uh, they they did not get dropped. They got ushered very firmly, I will say. Very, <laughs> very firmly ushered away. Because there's already exactly. been an issue at the Philadelphia show where the security guard was being too rough with a fan. And I Taylor, know. in the midst of her singing, was like, stop, she's not doing anything. So Taylor will would notice if something, if, if she was even around that happening. And she's made it very clear to the security guards that she does not want people treated like that. Apparently. Do you think like you not have to throw to be... mics at people like Cardi B? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you have to be a jerk to get where Taylor Swift is? Yes. No. Yes. No, I, I think you do. I don't, well, I don't think. I don't think. Well, okay, there's a very famous. I talk about all the time. Famous music documentary about the Eagles. Right. And in you, you don't have to be a jerk, but someone on your behalf has to be a jerk. Mm. Don uh, Henley, halfway through that documentary, goes, "Let's get one thing straight. Irving Azoff is an a-hole, but yeah. he's our a-hole. Right. 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 So uh. she needs somebody to." negotiate her position you know like her her set life but she i think just kind of shows up and performs she did a thing emily you probably heard about this she did a thing where she held a drawing and she invited 24 of her biggest fans to her apartment and they all came yeah. over and watched movies in her apartment really and like three or four of them slept over oh wow and, i mean she what? just sleep over at taylor's she- house yeah. This is how she creates her like cult of personality, essentially, if we're going to go there. So she's creating this idea that any one fan could be plucked out of the of the crowd and be her best friend. And so by inviting 25 people over to your house, that's putting your entire fan base of millions of people being like, what if I'm one of those 25 people? Then you get more intense, and because she scours the internet and... Either her or her team will like like your tweet, like your post, all that stuff. It's a very ingenious way of yeah. subtle marketing and subtle creation of that kind of rabid fan base that I think will be studied long term in like PR books. Well, yeah. here's so the other thing: are you inviting to your house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Trav. The other thing about her is there. We we talked about this in uh, in our late cross talk yesterday. There is this huge battle going right on right now in the advertising world about how do you get to teenagers and young adults how do you get to people age 16 to 28 um because these kids now don't watch tv they just don't i mean jav you have you have kids in that in that demo you know they they consume media now on their phones on their ipads on their computer they're not sitting around like mace you and i on thursday nights would watch friends seinfeld you know all that stuff these kids and and she has broken the code. They all come to her. Right. So, I mean, she's got. She's going to have a very – I think she's the next Barbara Streisand. I think she'll be singing until we were she's trying 60. To, we were trying to come up with the person that she's going to age into. Age into, right? Yeah. That Barbara Streisand's good. I said Cher. 
Yeah, right. same this thing. Is sure. so, so, somebody that's been around a long time that puts on a show that has a very defined fan base that are incredibly loyal to her. Is that is that a good comp? M? Yeah. Would you sign and, up for and, sure? And Beyonce is running a parallel yeah, Beyonce race Beyonce is right her. there, Yeah, too. those two have found a way to tap into this market that nobody else can seem to tap into. It's because they reinvent themselves all over and over again. And, and they have their, if they're not going to say it, they have eras. They go through the same thing. They reinvent themselves each time they go out and uh, put out new music. I'm actually surprised, really- Emily, that she's 33 and she's mm-hmm. never been married, right? No, she's not been married. Yeah. So, I mean, she keeps, maybe it would be bad for her brand because she writes about all her breakups. But, you know, um, <laughs> she shouted out that last boyfriend in the middle of that thing. Did you hear it, yeah. Emily? I yeah I heard it. I think that she, if you listen to the song, there's a song called Paper Rings. I think that she may have wanted to get married and he did not. Ah, so that, to this current happen. boyfriend or to a previous previous one? most recent though she dated for six years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So turned her Do we down. Have any insight? <laughs> yeah. It's because I mean I signed up for that. Seems like an interesting <laughs> run. He did not. Well, Trav, think about it. Who? In her spotlight. Okay. Well, think about it. If. I mean, what what that guy is auditioning for, the guy who ends up with Taylor Swift in the long term, is he gets to be Stedman. You know, he yeah, doesn't. I'm okay with that, too. Oh, right. No. Right. no, no, no. Yeah. Wait, yeah, DeMarco. I, I would Stedman no. doesn't have a lot of bad days. I would pay True. to be Stedman, DeMarco, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know there, John. I mean, you're always known as Stedman. Right. Fine. Yeah, you're but I'm gonna go, Stedman. I'm going to go eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm living, nice I'm living in Montecito in a compound. <laughs> Right, right. I'm a member of the Valley Club. I'm eating in nice restaurants. Taylor, if you're looking for a Stedman, where do I sign up? Although, although, you know, Emily, if I'm not mistaken, she dates only famous people, right? I don't think she's dating anybody who's not famous of some degree. She has only dated someone on the same level of fame as she has. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the most least known quote-unquote person she's dated was probably um, a Kennedy. (laughs) And so that was... Way back when, like so, yeah, Kennedy, like well, the Kennedy. Well, this is this is the yes. world you're running in. So she dated someone in the Kennedy family, yeah, and then she bought a compound in Hyannisport. Oh, that's right. I you remember know, just that. just that's how she rolls. I like, oh, that. this that's, is fun that's here. That's aggressive. That's yeah. like trying to. And then they like broke the, up. I don't know if she still has. Emily, do you know if she still has it? She, I don't think so. She has the house in Rhode Island. It was probably yeah. too soon. House. Like it was too soon for her to buy a compound in Hyannisport. If she can buy, yeah, whatever. she scared the guy off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's bringing the, your mom and dad to dinner on the second yeah, date. Yeah, it is. It is. That, that it is. was uh, Connor Kennedy. It's one of the uh, grandsons. But oh, yeah, okay. uh, so she only really dates. She's only really dated musicians um, and actors. The two areas she's been in. Yeah, I thought all in all, I'm so glad I did it. It was such a great night. Um, I, I love a lot watching people sing with the songs. I, you know, everybody knows every lyric, and you look around, and there's. You know, there's uh, middle-aged women. Well, there's, there's yeah, women, they, they say the ages are like six to sixty. There's teenagers. There's uh, little girl. I mean, there and they know every single word to every. Were you song. singing, Mace? Were I you do singing not, along? I am not a true Swifty. I don't know the lyrics. I know I've got a blank space and I got your name. That one I know. <laughs> um, and, and players gonna play play play. I know that one also, uh, but I don't know all the hate, lyrics. Hate, hate. Yeah, exactly. Gonna hate, hate, hate. Uh, so what do you do? You just stare at the video screens? Like what are the, yeah. What's, I, I, I need the Steve Mason experience at the on, show. Well, okay. So we went with uh, two of our friends, Morgan and uh, Sarah, who were both fantastic and gigantic Swifties. They knew every single word. They gave me this bracelet I was supposed to wear, uh, which was uh, a friendship bracelet. Did you bracelet. decline? No, I put it on. I'm like, what the, f- who, you know, whatever. I'll, pl- your I'll, friends, I'll play your reindeer You could have traded it. Yeah, I could have. You're yeah. right. You're right. I saw, in fact, last night I saw one of our regular listeners who works in guest relations there. His name is Michael Antonio, a great name. Uh, and he looked at me like, hmm, you're, you've got these bracelets on and you've got this thing that lights up on one hand and you've got uh, a snake ring and you've got all this stuff. You're very odd, Steve Mason. You're very odd. So, uh, But Michael Antonio, great guy. Um, I thought, were you on the floor, Emily? 
Uh, no, I was in the uh, 200 section. Walking up from the floor was ridiculous. It was just like turn after turn <laughs> after turn. That stadium is not built to have Must people be a hard on the life, field. Mace. What's that? Well, you come in on what, like the seventh level? That's the weird wow. thing about SoFi is you come in and you're near the top of the stadium. You got to get your, you got to get all the way down to the floor. And That's what you get for being a big and shot. Then and then you, and seats. then you walk like six turns of ramp to get down to the field, and then six uh, levels of ramp to get back up. But uh, Completely worth it. Uh, if you haven't like seen visuals? it, go see it. What's that? Did you like the visuals, Mace? Uh, I love the visuals. They were great. Uh, I How loved was the, the fancy walking? The fancy walking was unbelievable. <laughs> I thought she, had she was strutting. Walking. I thought strutting. this was her best fancy walking I have <laughs> ever seen. Because really, that's in, in lieu of dancing, she fancy walks. She so she, is she not a, a, is she on, not a dancer, Em? No. Is that not her? She dances a little bit, but she's gangly. She has, like, really... Unproportionate limbs, and I feel like she is a little clumsy, so I don't think that she dances so she all the time. Walks. So she does do some fancy walking. She struts. She does some <laughs> minimal choreography, but her I choreography, think we've invited a term. We've invented a term yeah, here. Fancy walking. That's fancy. a new I thing. Walk, look, <laughs> since I heard you say it yesterday, Mace, I think I've repeated it a hundred times. Oh yeah. yeah. All and you got to do is one, one uh, clip from the concert. You're like, oh yeah, she is fancy walking. Cooper Cup fancy walks into the end zone. I can't even tell you the last time that I saw like a, a Taylor Swift clip or anything, but the second you said it, I knew exactly what you're talking <laughs> oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Like that is exactly those are what her moves. Yes. Exactly. You gotta tell JB that Cooper Cup can fancy, fancy walk, walk into the, the end fancy zone. Walk. Yeah. A touchdown. Is he, by the way, is he okay to fancy yeah. walk right now or what's the word? Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be He's, fine. Okay. He doesn't need to practice right now. Just get be ready for September. We Excellent. talked to Puka Nakua earlier, Mason. Oh, like he's turning heads, right? Yeah. You're yeah, gonna man. like him. Literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a big dude. That's a big, yeah. big guy. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. We will see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.